Hello, and welcome to Answer 42, a podcast that temporarily knows it all. In this, my 42nd year of being alive, I've decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now know. Today is day 261 of this project, or it is if you believe it to be. Today is also the 27th of May, and that means today, which continues still to rhyme with May, you continue to harness your wisdom on lessons learned. In other words, what has been learned? When you are working, you make it a habit to always have a copy of John Cage's Rules for Students and Teachers no more than five feet away from you. And thanks to the internet, this is a pretty easy habit to keep up with. Rule 8 is always a good one for you to consider. Rule 8 encourages one to try to not create and analyze at the same time, as they are very different processes. And that's how you are feeling today about organizing your thoughts around the topic of lessons learned. You should not reflect on that which you are still actively learning, doing, creating. You looked back over some previous 27ths to see what past you recorded for future you. And they're not bad. Actually, kind of helpful. Do you revisit them now or do you press forward, synthesizing new past experiences into newly learned lessons, all while avoiding falling into the trap of silly platitudes? You do both, of course, because you've just come up with one. Here it is. When you were a kid, there was a thing called the fortune-telling fish that you would buy at novelty stores and five and dimes because both of these establishments existed during your childhood, fortune-telling fish were these deep red pieces of very thin plastic that would react when you placed them in the palm of your hand. A fish could move its head or its tail or both its head and its tail or however the fish moved that revealed something about you which, looking back on it, makes it more of a personality fish than a fortune-telling fish, but no matter. It was through your fish exposure that you learned the definition of fickle. That is, changing your mind about something, or having your feelings change about something. And you will risk altering this memory in the retelling of it, but you do recall that being fickle was considered really bad, especially in the world of six-year-old girls. In the world of six-year-old girls, it was not cool to be fickle. Don't worry, you never had the fish tell you you were fickle. But now, many years later, looking back on it, you would like to challenge this idea of fickle being so terrible. Here's what you've learned. Over the course of a day, your feelings about the feasibility of a project or a situation or a choice, well, they change. You have a new thought or discover some new data or more often than not, an hour or an afternoon or a day or a week has gone by and you've gotten a terrific night's sleep and you just feel differently about it, whatever it is. And then maybe you double back on how you felt originally returning to the same place where 
you found yourself from the get-go. And then you move forward again, or maybe sideways. Or maybe you're still for a while and you watch the sunset. And it doesn't make you fickle, and it doesn't make you fickle's fancy sibling, mercurial, and it doesn't even make you that dreaded quality that feels so foreign to who you are that you can't imagine anybody or any fish calling you it, but here it is, inconsistent. It just makes you human. So here's the lesson. Reject the supposed emotional consistency of the Puritans. They championed it, but they were not your people. Embrace the fact that nothing is ever static, except for static, which you always turn off. Allow yourself to drift. You'll anchor when you need to. Tomorrow is the 28th, where you continue to harness your wisdom on getting square with the universe. In other words, is there a plan? other other words how are you playing a cosmic joke on yourself in any event thank you for witnessing my 42nd year bye now